Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Norman Mitchell, and we're under Gotham Harbor. <laughs> Hope you brought a raincoat. Yeah. It's really uh, felt like that where I am, because it's been ra- it rained like 40 of the last 45 days. Jeez. Yeah, it's, uh, we live in Florida, so it's, uh, I think that's all I have to say. Um, <laughs> today we're talking about Minute 125 of Part 4, Change Machine. It is going to start with Steppenwolf catching a rocket from the Nightcrawler. And then the minute is going to end with the Flash asking, who is, who is? <laughs> that was a really good, really good cutoff. Yeah, well, we have, a, a, you know, who Barry Allen is referring to is none other than the Aquaman. Yeah. The, the Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, kind of forgot he was in this movie. <laughs> it's been a while. He does, well, the, I mean, least, he does the least of, of everyone else in the movie, doesn't he? Uh, it's also, uh, wonder how he got here. Uh, yeah, I, I wrote that down. I was like, how did he know where they were? What, what happened? What, what is this? He's Aquaman, baby. Volko did some water magic and was just like, uh, yeah, the mother boxes are over there. Go, go, go do that. He's listening to all all the fishes were telling him, yo, there's a lot of commotion going. There's a, there's a tunnel in the water here. It's making all kinds of noises. Um, we think there's a pipe burst in there. You got to go check it out. And Aquaman was like, all right, all right. I'll no. Go, I'll go with, I'm taking the trident with me. That wasn't it. They were saying that they were, he was confused. He thought the bat, the night crawler was a new species of crab. And he said, I got to go check that thing out. <laughs> That's sick. So I need there's to find a new, me one of those. There's a new crab. I got to go see these things. Yeah. This, uh, this minute. Um, well, it starts with, with Steppenwolf catching a rocket. It was another thing I had a question about. Like, how can you how can you hold a rocket? He's Steppenwolf. I mean, not the not the the propulsion itself, or you know, like it's moving very fast and he's holding on. That's just pure strength. But I don't know how rockets work. I won't pretend I do. But shouldn't it explode? <laughs> how do you catch a rocket? I mean, that just depends on if it's timed or impact. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. So this is an impact. It has to be. Right. It's got to be an impact because it's it's exploding on impact. Um, yeah, but you would think that the the sheer force of the 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 kinetic energy just stopping the the missile would make it seem like an impact, right? Unless it's like, I don't know how the <laughs> I don't know how like, these impact triggers like a, work. I don't know how they work. <laughs> the warhead itself has to right. It like has like to be crushed. Tip. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The front end has to hit something. Um, yeah, I don't know how it works. I think there's like there's like chemicals in there, right? That like when they collide, it creates an explosion. So I do not like, know. I do not if know. If he grabs the rocket, Oppenheimer and will tell us that, ho- that we just got to wait a couple of weeks. Like <laughs> after three hours, everyone will be an expert on how to make a bomb. So good luck. That's right? what we want. That's what. <laughs> that's really what we want. <laughs> Seems like a great idea. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? So yeah, it's um, yeah, he catches a rocket. He considers it a moment. I, I I I enjoy the shot for being like, oh, I'm badass. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold this rocket and, and stare you down because I grabbed this thing because I'm better than you, and and then decides, I'm just gonna aim it here, <laughs> and leave. So I like that. Um, right. He could have just aimed it back at them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Um, but he's also a very uh, good military strategist. So this is like a you know a, his his army's gone. You know he's got no parademons here anymore. So like he's he's by himself. Uh, his only thing is to like I gotta go back to Pajornov. I gotta go back home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it is like a cut and run kind of thing. Um, but also I I really do like thinking that Steppenwolf has encountered rockets before. That's awesome like whatever sort of a other alien world they had a type of propulsion explosion thing because he knows he he catches it knows like i know what this is unless he's just obviously realizing that you know the the one rocket they shot before him is like okay that flies at me it's gonna blow up let me catch this other one that i can see but i like to think more that because steppenwolf is just this really crazy you know invasion uh, alien for apocalypse that he has encountered projectiles right. before thousands of worlds yeah so <laughs> yeah. he's like oh easy sauce humans yeah. like this is this isn't a fight so let me just you know right what kind of crazy alien rockets is he seeing yeah that's another thing <laughs> and also realizing like where he is his situational awareness of of understanding like i'm gonna break the wall and the water's gonna come out like that's also really smart i mean he's not just like a dumb monster from space that is, you know, find, trying to find his chalice. He is right. trying to effectively invade this planet. We talked about it before, but I, he feels like a Power Ranger villain, right? And so yeah. in yeah. this m- minute here, he is like, I've beaten you, Power Rangers. I'll see you in the next episode and, like, teleports out. And it just, it just has, like, this feeling of, that's a, that's a Power Ranger villain. He just, he won the... Power Rangers will come back again and and try to stop him, but um, right. uh, you're gonna drown. My work here is yeah, done. Yeah, 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 yeah. If only he just had like a good villain laugh, a little snarky laugh as he was teleporting, and that would have just been like, okay, we are now in the Super Sentai category. Right. <laughs> if it was really Super Sentai, it'd be like time to sleep with the fishes, it'd like make some <laughs> joke and leave. Yeah. That's what we need. That's what we need. That's, yeah. That should be on the producer note. <laughs> um, but should no, crack I, a joke. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they would love that. Um, yeah, I really, I really like you know just Steppenwolf leaving in this moment. Great silhouette. Great teleport scene. Um, we got a little boom tube there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then of course Goth- Gotham Harbor is uh, crashing in, enjoying the party, and plus one Aquaman in tow. Mm-hmm. Comes bro Sidon. It's, it's chilling. <laughs> also, a fun thing to point out that uh, this is something that Batman didn't prepare for. And it shows that they were, again, incredibly uh, uninformed as to what they were doing. Not working as a team, just going in kind of guns blazing, not even really with right. a plan, all that stuff. Because, um, I mean, you, you wouldn't think that Bat- Batman would obviously know that he's in a tunnel surrounded yeah. by water. Like, come on. Well, um, maybe the way I, I out was a, the Nightcrawler. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like, or or there was no way out. It was like this is the end. Like we're I I am bringing my big guns here. Like because the only big gun that I have right now is the Nightcrawler. Um, yeah. So it could have just been. The the really scary is that it's just you're getting flooded in with a bunch of debris, like rusted metal and stuff. And so like, if this water hits you, it's just gonna be like. I mean, yeah. shards, shards and pipes everywhere, and you're dead. 
Yeah, you're just toast. <laughs> I love that Flash and Batman just immediately start limping away, and Wonder Woman's just standing there, like, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> she really is standing in amazement, and at time it makes you think, like, are you? sensing that Aquaman is there or are you just in complete shock of like oh my god I did not expect this thing to flood like this is this sucks <laughs> right so well, I think maybe she he sees. didn't expect it to flood because he's like why would this guy flood his own base and then it's like oh because this isn't actually their base yeah and Batman's like I have a confession to make the Nightcrawler isn't waterproof we have to go <laughs> Um, but I, I think I think Diana is uh, I think she does see Aquaman I think she uh, I I too wondered about her about her wonderment like is she is she thinking like who is this man and are are we related in any way because like you seem to be swimming in water uh, and not like there's something there's uh, something about you that I well, she knows Atlanteans exist. So, like, this is also her the first time seeing an Atlantean. Right. She this only her, heard like that... seeing a mermaid and being like, "Yeah, well, all she heard was Bruce tell her, you know, like he couldn't. Why was there a man down at those depths, like whatever?" And she was just like, "Yeah, it could could have been an Atlantean, Atlantean hybrid." It's like, mm-hmm. oh, so like you were just like assuming or, or thinking about this other. Well, I mean, cre- she she stands there for a few seconds before he even comes in. Yeah, like, he's she's just standing there like, oh. Oh no. Yeah. That's a lot of water. <laughs> That's a lot of water. What am I going to do? Like is she thinking about like can she hold it back herself for like the other two to get away? Like if she does the bracelet Probably. thing, can yeah. she push it back? Probably. And yeah. but is she also like, well if I do that because it's already weak, am I just going to bust this more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like she did with the bank and like blew a hole through the the or uh the old Bailey. She's like, no, I, I, last time I did that, it, it it wasn't, there was a lot of damage. It's very expensive to do it. All that was uh, left of that guy was a hat. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So she's like, I can't do it. This is like, I, I need to do the opposite of, of that. So, um, yeah. So, you know, Aquaman steps in, which it, we'll never know how he got here or, or how he found out the invitation to this party. Um, but it's okay. He's here. And it's... Um, I gotta say, I mean, one thing I really like is just how, to me, how good Batman looks in this minute. Is there's something about um, the cowl and the mask, and and we, we talked about it a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. but um, the 2017 version, the way um, the the cowl and the suit and really everything that goes into to making a movie uh, that Zack Snyder does, like it's created in a way that it's gonna look good in post and if someone else takes the movie and does things their way in post that the costume won't won't um display correctly and now that we're seeing Zack Snyder's version of Justice League I now appreciate the costume more than when I used to watch Justice League and I was like I absolutely hate this costume Mm -hmm. why did they change it why can't we just have the one from the last movie so now I see it and I go, this actually looks really good. I like this. <laughs> so, and it looks like black, like just right. like dark. I also and like, I, I like that this Batman outfit also like looks like armored. Like it looks like it is a suit of armor on him because it makes him look way bigger. Like Ben Affleck is not that size. <laughs> he was just for, for that one movie for the, for the first one, Dawn of Justice. And they were like, uh, 
and now ever since he, he just doesn't look like that anymore. It's unfortunate, but um, yeah, it, it 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 goes into that realm of um, like you're that muscular that we think the suit is paper thin when really it's just got like muscle padding in it yeah. and stuff like that. But again, that goes into the fantastical part of Zack Snyder versus Christopher Nolan. It's like, it's not just a guy wearing metal armor hockey pads, um, but that your, your superhero looks so beefy <laughs> that the suit looks like you are just wearing um, classic superhero tights. So I like that. Makes him look. It does make it look huge, and I enjoy. I I, I enjoy that movie making process. Mm. Um, but yeah, so Batman and, and Flash they'll they'll try to limp towards safety at the at the Nightcrawler, um, and uh, and Aquaman will come in and, and do his thing. He, yeah. he steps in and he tries to do. Uh, he tries to stop the water and. Um, I think it's cool. I I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on Aquaman per se. Yeah, so like my main thing is this is also, if I'm remembering correctly, this is after Volko chewed him out, right? Yeah. Okay, so there is a call to action for Aquaman. So for him to, for us to question, like, why is he here? What's he doing? I guess it's just assumed that he had the call to action. He made his way to Gotham because that's where Batman is. That's who just last talked to him about banding together and and fighting the common foe and then by the time you get to gotham harbor i guess maybe you sense the commotion happening in the tunnel and it's like oh those those are that's those are big hits that's a lot of power i can feel that i can sense that kind of thing Uh, yeah like when you put it that way like that makes sense like if he was just headed to gotham and he Mm -hmm. just happened to be at this time like and we know he moves really fast under the water like yeah because this is his fourth appearance in the movie because there's the scene where Batman goes to recruit him, and they have their conversation in in Iceland. Is that where they are? Um, uh, yes, Iceland. Yeah. And then and then after that, he gets confronted by Volko on the beach. And then after that, he goes to where the mother box is in Atlantis, has his little fight with Steppenwolf, has this conversation with Mera, and then it's this. And that, and and it, it just makes for an excellent entrance. I think that's the the thing we're not talking about here is that right. this is one of the coolest Aquaman entrances. Ever, especially right. when you're going from like a dry land, not even thinking about you being under a harbor, to all of a sudden water. What is synonymous with water in this universe? Aquaman. Great yeah. entrance, great opportunity. Like, yeah, it's a really good way to add him to the scene. Like it made a really good transition into like bringing him back into the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially just like at a big climactic part too. I mean, right. This is he. He does. He doesn't help with the fighting of Steppenwolf, but he at least aids in escaping you know that's that's what counts that's what matters he he showed up and we know ultimately that he's like a pretty decent person because oh no actually this is his fifth appearance because he has that scene where he randomly saves that guy yeah but it ties into it oh that or that part of the volko scene yeah yeah it leads into it because he's like then he dives down and then he talks and i think that that scene was strong i remember we talked about that where it's like you saved someone you do want to be a hero it goes back to like what's going on with cyborg it's like you did choose to save someone you always think like you're this big hard ass and like you have all your walls up. But then when it really comes down to it, like you're a good person and you save people and you protect them. Um, it's like, and then Volko's trying to tell him that it's like, you're, right. you're destined to be King dude. Like time to like, 
Get Step yourself up. together. Yeah. 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 I mean, Barry, Barry calls him out on it later, and he's just like, you just act like you don't care. I didn't think you cared. And he's just yeah. like, I, I never said that. Like, Very well said. Very well said. I mean, that, that's, that's the truth of it. And so, yeah, now we have Aquaman in, in, this, in this moment here, um, and he shows up and he's saving the Justice League from being killed because, yeah, if, if he didn't show up, um, then Steppenwolf would have, you know, he didn't even have to watch them die, but he, he yeah. they would have been killed. Yeah, Wonder Woman would have survived. I think Wonder Woman and Cyborg get out of this. I, <laughs> Flash and Batman are totally dead. Yeah. <laughs> that's Cyborg. another thing that's, like, running through Wonder Woman's head as well. It's like, well, I I could fly the, the, the F out of here. Like, I could get right. out, but also, that's not, I'm not that anymore. I'm not alone anymore. Right. This is bigger than me. Right. Mm-hmm. And Cyborg probably doesn't breathe, so, like... <laughs> he's just like okay i mean this is gonna happen i guess yeah you could yeah and he's now let's think about this cyborg probably does have the ability to turn the nightcrawler into a submersible probably yeah he i would could. think so at the very least he could have brought it closer yeah just boy pop on a propeller yeah, just you be the propeller. Just turn your arms into a propeller and just spin and like, them around. Yeah, okay. now that's comic book style right there. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. That works. Um, yeah, and I, I, I've always been a a big fan of Jason Momoa's Aquaman. I think the suit is really cool. I think his design. I think the the direction that they went with for this Aquaman is is cool. I do really like that movie that he had. I think the Aquaman movie is a ton of fun. Um, I, you know, I just think it's like a great adventure. I love the design of the newer Aquaman suit as well. Like, I don't have like, it, I, I don't get into that thing again where it's like, oh, you know, there's this suit versus the more comic book looking suit. Like when he puts on the gold suit in in the in the movie, I'm just like, this is awesome. This is amazing. Yeah. I love everything about this. Um, so, yeah, that, that's like almost a perfect movie to me. But, yeah. I like the way that uh, Jason Momoa carries himself more in, in this movie in Justice League than he does in the, the solo film. I love the Aquaman movie. I think it's great. I really do. It's fun. It's a superhero movie. It's Atlantis-based. You know, it's got wacky, crazy comic book stuff in, as it should. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's got pretty colors. It it works really well for that character, um, but I really dig this, uh, just you know, finding himself version of Aquaman. I just I really enjoy a, a different side of the characters that I'm so used to knowing throughout all of my years of reading comic books and watching shows and stuff. Like I don't want to see more of quintessential thing. I want to see the struggles. I want to see the failures and to learn from your mistakes because that's just how I was reading comic books at the time. Like, that was what was important to me. Um, So, like, seeing, you know, this version of Aquaman and then going into the movie and seeing with the new armor and, you know, the blue eyes, like, all of these things. It's just like, okay, I get it. But I appreciate when we saw them in a, a low point, like, because it makes the higher points all that much better. Like, it really is just decent storytelling, you know? 
Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Like that's that's one of the things I really like about Man of Steel, and one of the things that like I've definitely kind of like fought with people a bit about is just like, oh, why is Superman like this? And it's just like, no, I want to see Superman struggle. I want to see him wrestle with like becoming the person he's kind of meant to be. Yeah. Like I want to see him grow. Like I love Soups. I love Goody Two Shoes Soups. Like when he's when he's got his back against the wall, but he still just always finds a third option to be to be the best he can be at the end of the day. Yeah. But like, how did he get there? When when does he struggle? I like to exactly. See that. When does he learn how to like do that inspirational stuff? Like how, where does the the switch flip? You know, it's you can't just always be that person. Like yeah, something something happens. Yeah. And and I think it's also important that you, um, if you, if you skip to that point, then people who watch it don't ever understand the fundamentals. Like they don't understand. They don't get to learn as well. They just think, you know, that you can. Like, you can't relate to the hardships. You can't also... So when you, in real life, struggle at something, you can think back to Superman and yeah. and how he struggled or how Batman struggled, and, like, that helps you learn as a person. Yeah, yeah. instead of just already giving the answer of just, like, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he's Superman, so he's always going to be good. The, right like, I have a real thing- soft spot for Smallville for that, like, because it shows, oh, yeah. shows Superman learning how to be Superman. Yeah, and and um, I like the I like season one of of Supergirl a lot. I the, the Superman and Lois show is really good as well, um, and uh, you know, I, and sometimes I, I I like Superman the movie and and, and uh, you know those those old Christopher Reeve movies, um, just really just the first two. And there's like I said, I want to go back and watch Superman Returns, but I think it sometimes it kind of skips that, and it, and it, you don't get time to really. It's just like we're here to see Superman. Let's just do it. Um, so that's what Superman Returns is. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. And but so, it's, but it was already it was pigeonholed into that though, like, right? It's Superman yes. Five, like yeah, yeah like it was. It be... I mean, he you know the previous story was that like okay, yeah, he went off to space and he's never coming back to Earth. Surprise! Superman's back on Earth. What'd you do in space? Nah, not much. And it's like, yeah, I wish we got to see what you were doing in space. Right, I went and fought Starro. I'm back now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh, damn. Okay. So there's a bunch of police whole... out there wearing green suits and they oh, man. Yeah. tell me I can't do things. <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> yeah. Man, um, I just want a good Green Lantern movie more than anything else. I just I just want Green Lantern stuff now. Like now, yeah. now I'm at the point where I'm like, do I just go watch the show again, like the animated show again? And because there's people say like, you know, I just want Green Lantern yeah, stuff. Yeah, I want Green Lantern stuff, and I want it to get to I want it to get to Simon Baz because I really yeah. like Simon. And I don't want there to be um, this is a, a tangent, but I don't want there to be a confrontation of like, oh, which Green Lantern should it be? It's just like D, all of the above. Like, yeah. like just put all of them in. Just show me a big, you know, police yeah. station of Green Lantern Corps members, and just start, just start having a bunch of people interact. Like, don't decide if it's going to be. Hal Jordan or Guy Gardner or John Stewart, just yes, just do yeah. yes, like all of them, just get them get them all in there. I um, mean, I want them to do Hal right, I really do. Uh. I I see, I, yeah, I I think I think if if the Green Lantern movie had a sequel, I think it would have been like, I think it would have gotten there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was yeah. on Ideal Remake with Sam talking about. Oh yes, of course. About yes. Green Lantern, <laughs> me and Cass were on there. Yeah. Um, that was fun. But, like, yeah, I, I've got a lot of wants for a Green Lantern movie. But I agree with you. I mean, like, even if you do Green Lantern, if you started with Hal Jordan 
or whoever you start with. Like by the end of that movie, you need to establish that more have been chosen, like for some yeah. reason yeah. or another. Yeah, absolutely. And and something I, I like a, a lot about Aquaman in this movie, it, we talked about it a little bit with Volko, but um, he has in this movie this uh, King Arthur and Merlin relationship with Volko. And, and that's something I really like. I think that's why it, it, it's also makes it a little bit different when you go see the Aquaman movie. It's like, it's great. It's fun. It's kind of like its own thing in a way, but still connected. But when you go back and watch Zack Snyder's Aquaman and here, it's like, this is King Arthur Curry and Merlin Volko. And they're just, he's going about like, you gotta, you've got to take up the crown. You got to take up the sword. And, um, I really like that. I just I think that's that's tapping into, um, you know, this week we've been talking about like a lot of anime influence and 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 stuff like that. But when it taps back into the King Arthur, yeah, Arthurian Arthurian stuff, mythology, that's yeah. just that's just storytelling, like through and through pure form of just storytelling. So yeah, all of it's those elements worked. just work. It's like yeah, it's proven to work. Like yeah, yeah. that's it. And then we talked about it uh, as well with um, Steppenwolf, but what Steppenwolf does with Desaad and Darkseid, like we'll see in next week, it's like it's still King Arthur mythology. Yeah, it's and just Shakespearean, like, and yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, or even more Shakespearean. It's kind of like twisting it, like because now we're seeing it from the reverse of like what happens when there's a corruption to this like kind of knightly honor and duty thing. Yeah, exactly, and it still has like that I. It still feels like a high fantasy film, yeah, yeah. Um, but with Steppenwolf. So yeah. and that's another reason why Steppenwolf works so well in this movie is because that environment is tailored for the villain to be um, like part of this grander, like rich lore universe instead of just being like, you're mad, bad, bad guy. Like you're just here for the boxes and... Right. Like there's there's like no connection. There's no there's nothing tangible about your world. And and in this one, it, it's it's that and more. Like you're a Power Ranger villain with like a King Arthur background, and you know your nephew tells you what to do, and you feel bad for him, and you just get disrespected. And it's just it's just so layered, so layered that I just absolutely love it. So yeah, um, good stuff. Yeah, so it's gonna end there because Aquaman is is he's stopping the the rushing water. He's he's put the trident into the ground. It's creating this big sonic wave that is keeping the water held up, almost like he is Poseidon, and just like ceasing the the water from from um, hitting the Justice League so that they can get away. Um, and then the the you know of course the minute ends with with Flash asking you know who is that, which it gets cut off, but. Um, that's pretty much where it's going to end today. So we're not really going to see the Justice League be able to escape this week. Um, but Norman, I just want to say a huge thank you for joining us today. It's been an absolute uh, blast to, to talk with you about yeah, it. Yeah, it's been great. I actually had one other thing I wanted to talk about briefly when it comes to Aquaman. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, when it Go comes to it. Aquaman and Wonder Woman while I'm here and thinking about it. Because we were talking earlier this week about like uh, Wonder Woman not using other weapons and stuff. And I think there's a way that could have been done in this movie that also connects into her relationship with Aquaman and Atlanteans in general. Because, like, we know that Atlanteans and the Amazons don't get along really well. 
And it would have been really cool to see them use each other's weapons versus Steppenwolf at some point as like a mm. little moment in the fight. Mm hmm. Have yeah, her throw like, the trident. Like, yeah, yeah. Give her one, the trident. one trident throw, uh, you know, and, right. and hitting a bullseye would have been excellent. Like, as a way to get the trident back to Aquaman, she throws it, like, and at an attack and, like, hits Steppenwolf. But, like, it would have been, like, a cool little way to be like, no, these two really are working together because, like, we can see how they fight together as a team. And it could be more than them just using their strength together. Like, they could have got their weapons back to each other in different ways. They could have, like, traded off and, like, fought together. It could have been, like, more in the choreography than just, like, oh, we're both pulling on a rope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I... um. I'm glad that the movie does somehow like it just taps into it a little bit about their ancestral history, but I wish their relationship was stronger overall yeah. into, into this notion of like, Oh, we, we might have um, a character arc in future movies. Um, not saying like the, that we do anything else more with them, but if, if the, if the idea was to to do a flashpoint movie because I think it was always in the cards that they do that that it would have started that kind of flashpoint um, like uh, the Wonder Woman Aquaman that, like romance yeah. thing yeah or not even just romance but that they would eventually like conflict and it would in like Batman v Superman but Wonder Woman v Aquaman and yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be nice to see some conflict I mean what's great about the what they do in this film is how they they do touch on it. They do have like some past conflict with the Atlanteans, but Aquaman's like, I ain't about any of that nonsense um, because he's such an outsider and black sheep. Um, but Wonder Woman knows of it because she's so studious and, and wise about her history. Yeah. And um, I mean, and she's really old. And how old is he? Like 25? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 33, maybe. Um, and uh, what I also like, though, is that at the end of the movie, the people that are fighting Steppenwolf is like the three big superpowered people. It's, it's Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. And it's like, that is, a, that is a trinity in its own sense of like, those are the big heavy hitters when it comes to yeah. fighting Steppenwolf. And so there's a part of me that, that likes that as well, is that it does show that Steppenwolf is going to be fighting both Wonder Woman and Aquaman. But like you said, I would love to see more of that intertwined i want to see more of that chemistry between aquaman and wonder woman for sure yeah yeah but uh yeah sorry i, I was totally gonna say if you had anything else for a minute um i i you know i just want to say thank you so much for joining us it's been a great time talking to you um yeah. I, I knew we were gonna get into some anime stuff this week and then talking about all that i wouldn't uh, be me if i if i didn't <laughs> absolutely um but yeah before we wrap up I, I know you're not big on social media i applaud you for that i think you know especially nowadays i there's so much going on on social media but this was you know this was us wanting to include more dueling genre members we're part of dueling genre now with our podcast um and i wanted to get more members of of, of the network in to talk about what they love and what they're um, working on and where people can find you on doing genre. So could you tell us uh, maybe what you're up to lately? Uh, well, at the moment, like not really working on any kind of like podcast thing, but just been being guests on stuff really since the end of Lord of the Rings minute. We did, mm -hmm. uh, Cass and I did Hobbit reviews on the Patreon that are available. Uh, and then we also did a dueling genre versus season uh, Miyazaki uh, mayhem where we, 
went through and watched all of the Hayao Miyazaki-directed films and two that he wrote uh, in chronological order and talked about them on Dueling Genre Versus. We had some guests, and that was a lot of fun. There were a few that I'd never seen, um, and it was it was a great time. Uh, I really enjoyed going through all those Studio Ghibli movies. Um, and outside of podcasting, I've been uh, like writing uh, RPG supplement books for Pathfinder First Edition for a couple of years now. Um, you can Whoa. find my you can find my books on Drive Through uh, RPG available for like PDFs and print to order. If you just search Norman Mitchell, uh, they'll all come up. There's only one when you search my name that comes up for some reason that uh, I didn't write, <laughs> which is an old 3.5 supplement. But uh, other than that, yeah, if you, if you search my name on Drive Through RPG and you're into Pathfinder First Edition or D and D Five E, you'll find some stuff that I worked on. Wow! Congrats! And wow! I mean. You say you're not doing much right now, but that, I mean, you've done so much. I mean, even Lord of the Rings Minute. And, yeah, there's like uh, 700 episodes of Lord of the Rings Minute. <laughs> yeah, because they're doing uh, extended cut and all that stuff. And uh, yeah. uh, you were one of the one of the first ones too. I mean, there was like there was a big pop of movies by minutes. Um, we started in 2017, but I think even at that time, you guys were were well into uh, Lord of the Rings Minute. I think. Yeah, at the time. we. Yeah, because we finished up. Return of the King, uh, November 2019. Wow. And that's like... I think. It's been a and, while. Yeah. With all minutes and episodes. And it was like four years of recording. Like, yeah. Uh, Has to be. <laughs> so, yeah. It's been great having you on. It was great having you on Man of Steel as well. So, if anyone wants to go back and revisit uh, Norman and Cass being on Man of Steel, definitely go check out those minutes as well. I can't remember what minutes they were technically. I want to say it was minutes 76 through 80 because 71 through 75 was Crystal Beth. And that was the week before. So math. Uh, there you go. Wow. You, you got a better memory for that than I do because I, yeah. I have no idea. Like people, people bring stuff up sometimes in our Facebook listener group about Lord of the Rings Minute. And like, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> Yeah, and then sometimes I'm like, oh, God, what did I say? Do I I have to delete it now? (laughs) All right, we're going to wrap up for today. If you've enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving a five-star review. It really does help the show and helps new listeners discover our show as well. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can chat with us on Twitter at DCEU Minutes. And if you'd like to hear more bonus content, we also have a Patreon for just $3 with tons of other podcasts to listen to. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on the next one here on DC Cinematic Minute.